Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. This is your inside look into the world of combat sports. Straight up. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title for better than 32 years. Straight up today, we're talking boxing, we're talking mixed martial arts, we're talking a little pro wrestling, maybe even some social issues. But the bottom line is, we're talking sports for the next two hours right here, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. If you want to talk boxing, MMA, you can join me on the toll-free at your will, one 800 878 play that's 1-800-878-7529 want to hook up via the 21st century skype line yeah we got that happening as well and the address is sports byline and the number two last night andre ward 2004 olympic gold medalist to pride of oakland california undefeated in 30 fights now won a 12 round unanimous decision over a guy named alex brand well, we're going to talk about brand today. We're not going to talk about the brand fighter, the name fighter. We're talking about the brand. In other words, your brand, the Andre Ward brand. We'll talk about that. Of course, we set up this big November 19th pay-per-view fight in the Oracle Arena in Oakland, California. Talk about undefeated Sergio Kolov, the crusher, going to play heel, going to come into town, play the bad guy against the hometown guy, the son of God, Andre Ward. Both undefeated in 30 fights. Something's got to give. Somebody's those got to go November the 19th. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Place transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. 2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warren Tech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. 
Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shopped the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-603-0997. That's 1-800-603-0997. 1-800-603-0997. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop. You save. Get full details on the example policy at slugco.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states. In my humble estimation, uh, I think when you develop the judgment that when, you're, when you decided that kid's had enough that day, then stop it. And I guess my final comment about that would be the great Arthur McCanty Sr. stopped the fight one time, and the kid looked at him, and, you know, these fighters are professional athletes. They stop. I mean, they get hurt. They're absolutely helpless. You stop and hold them for a couple of seconds. They recover like that. And the next thing you know, they're looking at you going, geez, I want to fight some more because that's their nature. They're warriors. And this kid looked at Arthur Mercanti and said, come on, let me go back. I got some more. I got some more. And Arthur Mercanti said the perfect statement when he said, I know you do, son, but not tonight. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Did you hear that lonesome My boy, B.J. Thomas, saw him a few weeks ago. Uh, Pleasanton, California, on the same stage in which I won the main event at the Menudo Festival in 1984. Sort of like flashback for Pedro going back in the day, but... I was sitting there, and BJ was fabulous. I mean, good Lord, man. Great music. If you get a chance to go to these fairs, when you know, these state fairs, whatever state, wherever state you live in, there's probably some good entertainment at these fairs for like 10 bucks. I mean, some of these gay people you can see for 10 bucks. And guess what? You'll never see them again, probably. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, not Music Talk Ring Worldwide. Bottom line is, let's talk about Andre Ward and Sergey Govalov. Of course, this is a big matchup. November the 19th, pay-per-view, HBO pay-per-view, live from the Oracle Arena, or the O Arena in Oakland, California. Of course, uh, Andre Ward, <clears throat> once a resident of Oakland, California, now a resident of Marin County, born in San Francisco, California. The bottom line is he's undefeated in 35. But, you know, when you look at his record, and we'll look at that in depth in just a minute, you look and you say, man, there's all these these periods of inactivity, whether it was injuries, whether it was litigation. You know, this this takes away from his potential for greatness. What I'm trying to tell you is why at this point in time, Sugar Ray Leonard was not only a great fighter, he was basically almost retired. I mean, 27 fights, that's how, uh, 30 fights now into Andre Ward's career. I mean, you look at Ray's career, Ray finished at 36-3-1, but the guys he fought early on, I mean, you know, or fought Duran. Duran was a top-ranked contender when he won the welterweight title. He, he took care of him after dispatching a not-so-durable uh, Davey Boy Green with a mean left took about the fourth round of that fight to set up that, that pay-per-view. And, of course, that was a pay-per-view back then because it was on closed circuit television, meaning you had to go to a bar or arena or some, you know, some place to watch it. You had to pay for admission to get in to watch the fight. Pay-per-view old school. This is pay-per-view nowadays where you get to watch fights in your home. But back then, you had to watch them at arenas and things like that. So this was a big, big, big pay-per-view fight. No doubt about it. Ray Leonard had all these pay-per-view fights, but he set them up with punctuation marks for the most part. What I'm trying to tell you is that, you know, he fought guys like Tommy Hearns. He set that Tommy Hearns fight up. He set it up perfectly. I mean, he, he knew how to work the, the, the press. He knew how to work the, the public. He knew how to work the fan base. He just knew how to do it because he was slick, and he wasn't always thinking. He wasn't always overly thinking. And Ray does do a lot of thinking. I mean, when you interview Ray, you can see Ray going over his thoughts before he says them in his mind. You can just see him reading himself before he comes out of his mouth. He's reading himself, okay? Andre Ward does the same thing, but Andre Ward does it to an extreme. I mean, he's been, he hasn't made a slip-up in like, in the entire life, entire time I've known him, I've never heard him say a swear word ever. Not a swear word, anything. I mean, the guy's like pristine. He really is like the magic bullet in the Kennedy assassination. Not a mar on him, not a scratch on him. I mean, no police calls, no domestic violence calls. He's a great father. He's married to the girl that he fell in love with in junior high school. They've been together since then. So, I mean, it's an incredible, he's got an incredible life. He truly is the, the epitome of the American dream. 30-0, and 0, Olympic gold medalist from 2004. I mean, Man, what more can you say? But 
he failed to live up to his abilities. And what I'm trying to say that is say by that is I don't care what happens in the Kovalov fight. You see, see, I think that basically he's on the way down at this point in time. Why do I say that? Because, you know, boxers, and once they hit 30, eh, you know, the roller coaster starts to go the other way. I know Andre Ward's had some, some time off. People say, well, he, he had time off and his body wasn't taking punishment and things like that. And I do understand that. But I also want to look at the reflex issue. Because, you know, when you talk about reflexes, look at Roy Jones. The greatest reflexes in all of boxing there for a while, right? Until they slipped a millisecond. A millisecond, he was knocked out two fights in a row. Um, Tarver and, and Glenn Johnson knocked him out two fights in a row. Both unexpected knockouts, per se. One-punch knockouts. Roy Jones had never been knocked out prior to that outside of the gym. Yeah, he was knocked out in the gym back in 1984, I believe, in Florida. I remember uh, the aforementioned Sugar Ray Leonard told me, yeah, that's why I'm not going after Roy too much, Pedro, because Roy Ray was trying to recruit fighters out of the 80, uh, 88 team. And, of course, Roy was the star of the stud there and cut the silver medal when he got burned over there in Korea against that Korean fighter. But Ray was looking to recruit guys from that 88 team, and he wanted to go after Roy Jones, but he told me, you know, the bad thing about Roy is, Pedro, he doesn't catch well. He's been knocked out in the gym. He went to sleep. He went to sleep. Yeah, he went to sleep with a big glove. I said, whoa, okay. Anyway, so that was, we're talking Ray Leonard. Ray Leonard, Andre Ward. The comparison is they both won Olympic gold medals. The comparison is they both had story, uh, fairy tale type of stories coming out of the Olympics. I mean, you know, their girlfriend, I mean, I think, uh, Ray Leonard had his girlfriend's picture in his sock. Juanita at the time, he ended up marrying her. Of course, he's married again to Bernadette, but that's a, that's a subject for another day, his marriages. But, you know, I mean, it was a storied career. He did the Pepsi commercials. I mean, Little Ray was on the uh, the TV doing his thing. Little Ray, of course, Little Ray's now 40 years old now. But back, back in the day, Ray was darling. He just was. He was a media darling. And somehow, Andre Ward, he has this ability to be a media darling too, but he refuses to be himself per se. He's always guarded. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, he's always guarded. You've always got to, everything that comes out of his mouth has got to go through his mind two or three times, and it's just not great. He's an overthinker. Overthinkers eventually suffer anxiety attacks and issues. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be a teenage psychologist here, but I'm just telling you. I mean, if you overthink, you overthink, you overthink, and I think Andre Ward overthinks. You know, Saturday night on HBO, against a lesser-than-stellar fighter. I mean, I looked at this guy's body. You know, he looked like um, uh, he looked like a regular guy off the street, maybe a guy that, like, you know, was a truck driver or something like that. Alexander Brand, I didn't know. Sorry. I mean, I looked at his body. I said to myself, man, I wouldn't be scared of this guy for nothing. And there was nothing to be scared of. I mean, he was a toothless tiger. Forget the record, the once-beaten record. He was a, he was a toothless tiger. Just like Larry Merchant said uh, last week on the show, he said, this is a setup. It was a setup to set up the fight with Kovalov. Of course, Kovalov, 30-0-1, coming off that win over Joseph Chalambra a fortnight ago in Moscow. We'll get to that in just a second. But, you know, back to Ward. Ward just hasn't he, – he just missed the boat. And the boat's been there like three or four or five times, and I think the boat is gone. I think the boat has sailed on Andre Ward. Now, people are saying to me, oh, Pedro, are you turning on Andre? I'm not turning on him. I love him. I'm just telling you, looking at this – from a professional point of view, from somebody who's been watching fights, watching careers for like better than four decades now, I'm telling you, this is not going right for the kid. And not kid, 31 years old. But if he comes back and he beats Kovalov, will that will that put some of the luster back on that shine? Put some of the shine back on him? Yeah, I think it will. But unless he does Kovalov in a very, very brutal and decisive manner and just like goes out there and like annihilates him, he's still not going to get up there to the upper echelon as far as Fans are concerned. Listen, Andre Ward thinks that the Floyd Mayweather skills that, you know, this box, 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 somehow Mayweather pulled off that con. Nobody knows how he pulled it off. Larry Merchant and I both of the opinion is the biggest con perpetrated on the on the public since Paul Newman and Robert Redford in the movie This Thing in 1973. But because we can't figure it out. We can't I can't figure out why anybody shows up to Mayweather's fights outside of Mayweather's people. I'm talking about like his, his family outside of that. I can't understand. I mean, think about this. If a if an alien came here from another planet, and I've said this before, this is the analogy I use. If an alien came here from another planet and he was invisible and he snuck into a boxing arena like the MGM Grand and he came down for three or four fights, three or four Mayweather fights, do you think he would come for the second? Do you think he would come for the third or the fourth unless he was a glutton for punishment? Come on. Pooh. If you need sleep, watch Floyd Mayweather fight. Back to Andre Ward, Sergey Kovalov, and we'll do some boxing results after the break. This is 
Sports Byline. I am the man, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio is Pedro Fernandez. But guess what? You know that. Tune the Sports Byline. Yeah, just excited. Uh, just excited to be back. I wish we could do a fight every night. You know me, Pedro. I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Psst. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Pull out your smartphone and Shazam this now. Go ahead. I'll wait. Geico presents the Shazam 15, featuring the top 15 Shazam songs in the U.S. Make sure you Shazam now to check it out. Interact with Geico to gecko yourself and share it with friends. You can even get a free quote. Shazam now and experience more with Geico. The Shazam 15, brought to you by Geico. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geico presents sharing versus oversharing. Earlier this week, Claire Tippins shared a princess nickname generator, three pictures of her dog wearing a tutu, and two online quizzes, including what candy is your dream castle made of? Claire, your sharing has tipped the sugar scale and turned into oversharing. But have no fear, princess. Geico has something worth sharing with your internet kingdom, like how you can save hundreds on your car insurance just by visiting geico.com. No magic wand required. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Sports Byline's library of more than 12,000 interviews is a treasure. I'm Ron Barr, and we want your help in protecting, sharing, and continuing to build this sports interview treasure. We've launched a GoFundMe campaign, so please go to sportsbyline.com funding and donate so you can be a part of preserving and continuing to build this unique collection of sports interviews. In appreciation for your donation, support, and telling others, we're going to provide everyone who donates with a link to a special commemorative collection of the Sports Byline Interview Library. This commemorative collection will change every month, and you'll have access to it with your supporting donation of any amount. So go to sportsbyline.com funding and also tell your friends. You'll be helping preserve, grow, and digitize the Sports Byline Interview Library so that today's sports fans and those in the future will forever be able to enjoy this treasure. Thank you for your help and support. I'm not invincible. Uh, the great Floyd Mayweather isn't invincible. Nobody's invincible. You just have guys that are really, really good at what they do. And, 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 and that's just what it is. But anybody can be knocked out. Anything can happen in that ring. And that's why boxing has the buzz and intrigue that it has. And that's why it'll never die because... I'm a huge sports fan. I watch all sports, but it, it's something. It's one thing to watch a team sport, but it's something else to watch two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's what that's why boxing is the way it is. Now more of ring talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hey, yo. 2004 Olympic gold medalist, the man Andre Ward, of course, moved up from 165 pounds to 178. On like, I mean, this was. This was crazy. Back in nineteen, back in 2004, I mean, we were all freaking out because he moved. He was a 165-pound fighter, and he was willing to fight at 178. So his friend Andre Durrell from Flint, Michigan, you know, where they got all the clean drinking water. 
Um, so his friends from Flint, Michigan fight at 165. I think Darrell got the bronze. Andre got the gold. Andre was the last gold medalist for the United States. But Andre Ward, man, I mean, <clears throat> thus far, undefeated in 30 fights. But, you know, you look at his resume, and he had that, that hot run there, 168 pounds. And then it's sort of, he semi-retired, per se. And when I say that, I don't mean that uh, seriously. But, but, I mean, look at it. From, like, 2011 to 2015, he only had a couple few fights. And when you go three and a half years with only a couple, three fights, guess what? Things are going to happen. I mean, but the guys he was fighting at one point in time, I think that he was off from 11 uh, November of 2013 to June of 2015. That That's a pretty long time to be off. And, of course, before that, he only had a couple of fights in a couple of years. But, you know, for a while there, when he was making, making you know, everybody in that 168-pound weight class, the Showtime Super 6 tournament looked like looked like putty. I mean, he was beating up everybody. He went from taking on show, uh Shelby Pudwell to take it out, Mikel Kessler. Mikel Kessler came to town, thought he was bad, 42-1, baddest fighter out of Europe, right? He got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. I mean, he didn't win around. And then he quit before the end because he said, you know, I'm cut, but if I let it go to a decision, it'll give Andre, if I let it go to a knockout, I think it'd give Andre Ward an extra point in the Super 6 tournament. So he tried to cheat Ward out of a point by uh, quitting and resigning instead of uh, getting the TKO loss. Anyway, bottom line is Ward went on to fight uh, Alan Green. This is in 2010. Saki Obika in 2010, 2011. Arthur Abraham. I mean, took care of Arthur, no doubt about it. Won like, I thought almost every round. If he's if he's lost any rounds, how many rounds has he lost as a pro? I mean, think about this. Ward, good fighter, no doubt about it. Got the potential, man. I mean, but we keep talking about this potential because we want to see something super. We want to see Andre Ward become a household name. I mean, I want people to come up to me and say, you know, people still talk about Chavez. All the time, people, you know, not Mexican people, you know, and, and that Golovkin, you know, he sort of hits like Chavez, isn't it? I mean, people are talking about these type of fighters. They don't talk about Andre Ward. In Oakland, California, the buzz was on about the fight? No, it wasn't. I don't know what the actual draw was, but the buzz wasn't there. People didn't care. Alexander Brand? I mean, why even have a fight like that? Tell you what, Alex, just, 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 just phone it in. I mean, that's what he should have done. It was a 12-round shutout last night. Nobody was saying, I want to see more of this. And, of course, we're coming off the fight a fortnight ago where Kovalov, Mr. Another guy that thinks he's too smart for everybody else, another big-time thinker, okay? And he goes 12 rounds with Joseph Chalamba. Chalamba's tough, no doubt about it. But, again, neither guy wanted to step forward and attempt to, um, how can I put this, put an exclamation mark on either fight. And why not? Because they're content. It's the safety-first type of stuff. And I never got into I never understood it because if you want to be great, there's got to be times in your life where you've got to gamble to get it. Gamble for greatness. I mean, you get into good fights with good guys, and Andre Ward, I mean, like I said, he hasn't lost too many rounds. If he's lost any as a pro, it's been very few. I mean, he got knocked down in that fight early on in his career, and then people were saying, you know, we're not too concerned. We're not too uh, convinced about Andre Ward. You know, Andre Ward, can I say, never lost a fight in his life. I really mean that. I mean, that one fight he lost as an amateur, you know that was a bit shaky. I told you about that, right? He fought this kid over in... I think at King's Gym in Oakland, California. And Marsha's telling me the next day she's calling me on the phone. She's going, hey, anyway, the late Marsha King, she ran the gym over there with her, her husband, Charles. But she was whining and screaming at Andre Ward. And she picked it on. She thought Andre was going to go on and win a gold medal and be a good champion, world champion, all this kind of stuff. When he was like 13, 14 years old. So he lost this one fight. And I happened to remember that uh, Marsha King brought it up. The fact that he lost this, you know, this one fight. She thought he got robbed and this and that. But he got knocked down against Darnell Boom. And Darnell Boone, I mean, you never heard of Darnell Boone. He won't be anytime, anywhere near uh, Canada, New York. And I'm talking about the International Boxing Hall of Fame unless he buys a ticket. But he's a hell of a puncher. He knocked out some pretty good guys in his time. But Darnell, Bun- Darnell Boone put him on the deck that was down there, I think, in like Fresno, California, Lemoore, California. And from that point forward, everybody was talking, whispering, he has no chin. He got knocked down. What happened was he got lackadaisical when a guy that can punch hit him. And when you get hit by, you heard Andre Ward talking about this right before the break here, after the break, that if you get hit on the chin, things happen. Don't let, you know, anybody can be knocked out. He said that anybody can be knocked out. That being the point, I understand all that kind of good stuff. But since the Kessler fight and Green and Bika and Carl Frock, I mean, he went through these guys at 168, you know, like, like a knife through butter. He really did. I mean, the Frock thing was really impressive because Frock was 28-1 coming in. And Abraham was 32-2, and two, and Bika had a decent record at 28-4. and four, So he fought some pretty good guys. I mean, he took Chad Dawson here, the former light heavyweight champion, although he made him come down to 168. And uh, that, that I thought was a little like, 
that was a little like Ray Leonard, you know, making guys come down to almost unnatural weights in order to fight you and get some money and appear on television. But Dawson, of course, got got starched, got starched in four rounds by Andre Ward. That was Andre Ward's last knockout. Of course, Andre Ward, 30 and 0. As I said, Kovalev as well, 30 and 0. Somebody's always got to go November the 19th. But Andre Ward, God, what happened? What happened? Where did he miss the boat? And can he catch the boat again? I said the boat has sailed. Why do I say that? How can I put it? 30 fights, 15 knockouts, the son of God, 32 years old. I mean, just turned 32. Good-looking fighter, hasn't taken much punishment. That's all good. I think that's great. In fact, I don't want him to end up rummy. I don't. But I don't want people to say that he failed to live up to his potential. I don't want to be one of those guys where, yeah, he won the title, but he never became a great fighter because he failed to... To, to go after it. He wasn't assertive enough or aggressive enough to go out there and get it. But I think I think that a point in time comes in people's lives, you know, sometimes when you get older, 32 years old, put an asterisk next to that, maybe it is old for a fighter, at least uh, in this case, because he's had a lot of injuries, torn ACLs, things like that, hand issues, knee issues, you name it, he's had his share of injuries, okay? But Kovalov now, on the other hand, a monster, 30-0 with a draw, that funny draw early on in his career. I think it was a technical draw here in California where, these guys' head came together, and some guy got cut before the fourth round. They called it a technical draw. But he's coming off that win I mentioned uh, over Kovalov a few weeks ago on the HBO delayed broadcast. I think they put on a Monday. But, you know, that was, an un- that was unimpressive as well. And I just can't figure out that, that wh- you know, if you want to build a pay-per-view gate, because people are buying the fight. If you want to build a pay-per-view gate, you've got to give them something to anticipate, something to wet their mouths with. In other words, you, whoa, Ray Leonard knocking out these guys. You're going through some highlight reels. You go through some highlight reels of Roberto Duran knocking out these guys. Whoa, okay? You go through Tommy Hearns knocking out guys. Whoa, you go through Hagler knocking out guys, okay? You go through Andre Ward winning decisions over guys like Alexander Brandy should be arrested for stepping in the ring with Andre Ward and impersonating a light heavyweight contender. That's what boiled down to on Saturday night at the Oracle Arena in Oakland, California. Okay, Kovalov, Ward, both these guys failed to build the pay-per-view up. They were both thinking, well, I'm not going to show too much in this fight. I'm just going to go through the motions. They both went through the motions. More power to them. I understand that maybe they were uh, in fear that they wouldn't get this big pay-per-view fight because, you know, they've both been uh, striving to make the the pay-per-view ladder. Of course, not too many fighters in pay-per-view. Not too many guys are household names to the point where, you know, you want to go out there and spend money to watch them on pay-per-view. In fact, I think that... The fact that neither of these guys have blasted up to this fight in spectacular fashion November the 19th, I think that the pay-per-view numbers are not going to live up to the expectations I had early on for Andre Ward. This is not going to happen. I mean, I actually thought that Andre Ward would be challenging Floyd Mayweather pound for pound, not only for the title, but for for numbers as far as as pay-per-view buyers are concerned. Because let me tell you, he's not a dumb guy. He's super smart. You know, maybe too smart for his own bridges. But that overthinking, the fact that he won't step in there and go for the kill. He didn't go for the kill last night. There was blood in the water. You could smell it. You could smell it from across the bay. Okay? You could smell there was blood in the water there. I mean, Alexander Brand was there to be taken. He was there to be taken. Andre Ward did not step up, did not take him. Uh, I think that, that Roberto Duran, his mentality, he went out there. He to he to try to slice him up and take him out. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, the same thing. I mean, you want to build up this pay-per-view. In other words... What did, what did Andre Ward do last night that makes you want to watch him fight on pay-per-view? In other words, I'm talking pay-per-view. Scott Cuddy's going to put 60 bucks on the line, 65 bucks to go watch a fight. 65 bucks. What's going to compel you to watch, after watching uh, Andre Ward and Alexander Brand last night, what's going to compel you to want to spend 60 bucks on that fight? What's going to compel you to spend 60 bucks on Sergey Kovalov after watching him go 12 rounds with Joseph Tolomber. Well, the fact that Kovalov had, you know, he shined before. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the guy can rock. I mean, taking out some decent, he took out very decent guys. Gene Pascal didn't last too long. Ah, Gene said he quit. I mean, Gene Pascal twice fought him. Of course, Bernard Hopkins, the old man, he didn't make the right. Man, take it back. He did go the route with him, but he got punished like crazy, okay? That, I thought, uh, was a mistake. And I think that, that Sergey Kovalov failed to step up to his, uh, failed to live up to his obligations and not stop a nearly 50-year-old man that night. But you look at some of the other names on <clears throat> on uh, Kovalov's record, and they don't match up to the names, the uh, the Carl Frocks, the Arthur Abrahams, et cetera, that you see on the resume of Andre Ward. I mean, Nathan Cleverly, that's who uh, Kovalov took the world title from. That was in July of, uh, take it back, June of 2013. Straight up, Kovalov and Ward, the big one on pay-per-view. 
I don't know. I've got to get excited about this. Maybe I might have to take some pay-per-view Viagra to get up for that one. Maybe not. Kovalov was a monster. He was in our town talking lots of smack last night. Andre Ward. Andre Ward's ready for him. Andre Ward, Kovalov, number the 19th on pay-per-view. This is Sports Byline. Pedro, let me let me tell, let, let me tell you something, man. Congratulations on your long time in radio. You are your team, and for your ratings, man. I was reading about that. I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. Hear that racket? That is the sound of seven scientists at Exxon and Mobil thinking, working. Listen, they're discovering the precise combination of seven key ingredients in new Synergy gasoline that helps you get better gas mileage. These science guys sure know how to party. Sorry. New Synergy gasoline from Exxon and Mobil. Energy lives here. Fuel economy claims are compared with gasoline meeting minimum government standards. Results will vary. Visit exxon.com or mobile.com for details. Why does Exxon and Mobil's new Synergy gasoline have seven ingredients? Is it because seven is a lucky number? Or because there's seven wonders of the world? Or because one time I ate seven cheesesteaks? No, it's because seven is the precise number of ingredients engineered by a team of really, really smart scientists that helps you get better gas mileage. Mystery solved. Exxon and Mobil. Energy lives here. Fuel economy claims are compared with gasoline meeting minimum government standards. Results will vary. Visit exxon.com or mobile.com for details. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Results may vary. Hello, I'm Jerry Mathers. I was the beaver in Leave it to Beaver. And 20 years ago, I almost died from type 2 diabetes. When I was diagnosed with type 2, I was shocked. My blood sugar was through the roof. Now, the very same natural remedies I use to control my type 2 diabetes are available for you in a super easy program called the Diabetes Solution Kit. And I should know it works. I use the very same techniques to drop 40 pounds of fat, get my blood sugar under control, and watch my type 2 diabetes fade into thin air. If you have diabetes, I urge you to try this step-by-step plan. It has all the natural techniques I used, and it works a lot faster, too. I'm Jerry Mathers, and if I can do it, you can do it, too. If you'd like to normalize your blood sugar and stop taking your diabetes medication completely with your doctor's approval, go to 2016diabetes.com. That's 2016diabetes.com. Reverse your diabetes in as little as 30 days by going to 2016diabetes.com. That's 2016diabetes.com now. Many of these guys, they look great in the gym, (laughs) but uh, once you get in there and, and, and you're reacting automatically, you're not thinking about what you're doing, or you don't have time to think about what you're doing, um, and you get hit too too hard, too cleanly, uh, you're exposed. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Woo! It's going to be good. 40 and a half minutes per hour, the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Last uh, comment on Andre Ward and Alexander Brand at the on HBO. HBO put a fight on the air in which... Andre was an 85 to 1 favorite. 80. I've never heard of an 85 to 1. I don't think I have. I can't I can't remember. I mean, Buster Douglas was a 37 to 1 underdog against Mike Tyson, but 85 to 1, Andre Ward State. In other words, if you wanted to bet on Andre Ward last night, you had to bet $10,000 to win $100. 10 grand to 100, 85 to 1 odds last night if you wanted to bet on Andre Ward. That's a bit ridiculous. Anyway, let's talk about the other results of of course the the, uh, the, night. the card, of course, from the 
great arena. That's the Oracle Arena. I, around, I announced over there a couple of cards. Enjoyed it, except when the... I'll tell you one thing before I get to the results. That when the arena is empty, as it was for one of those fights I did with Luisito Espinosa, the former Filipino uh, world champion over there, the arena was empty. When the arena's empty and you got that loud microphone and the sounds, oh, God, the sounds are reverberating, bouncing off empty seats. Not, not very cool. Bottom line is, good fights last night, of course, live. Andre Ward dominating uh, Mr. Brand. 85 to 1. 80, good Lord, 85 to 1. I never heard of him. And you didn't knock him out? 85 to 1, you didn't knock him out? Come on, 85 to 1? Ooh. Anyway. Another stratosphere, another hemisphere, another world. There, there were, there were, there's so much difference between Andre Ward and Alexander Brandon. Sort of like having a thoroughbred uh, racehorse against like, you know, a pony. It just, it just, it, it was it's like I just couldn't believe it. Bottom line is Andre Ward failed to take care of business last night and take this guy out. Uh, on the undercard, number nine ranked WBO uh, contender, Walter Junior Walter contender, Maurice Big Mo, Mighty Mo Hooker, of course, twenty one zero and two now. Wicked first round knockout, sixteen KOs. Wow, wicked first-round knockout. Ty Barnett came in at 23-5, left 23-6, 15 KOs. Hooker's a bad dude. He claimed the North American Boxing Organization title at 140. Good luck to him. Undefeated heavyweight, rock solid. Damani Rock now 4-0. He was the winner on the undercard. These guys are all put forth by Rock Nation. David Isquitz is the boxing boss over there. Of course, he's the former uh, aide to Lou DiBello, and Lou DiBello was both at, I think he was at HBO, and, of course, he went with Lou over to DiBello Entertainment. Then he went to Golden Boy Promotions, and now, of course, he's the main man for <coughs> Mr. Beyonce. I'm sorry. <coughs> uh, they, Dre gets mad when I say that. And I'm sorry, about, but it sort of sounds cool, doesn't it, Mr. Beyonce? Anyway, the bottom line is uh, Dre is doing his thing and, and doing his thing well as far as Rock Nation Sports Attorney, rep- representing all kinds of athletes. Of course, Andre Ward happens to be one of his boxers. Miguel Cotto is another one, former middleweight title holder. But, you know, he re- he represents Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant just signed with the Golden State Warriors, and evidently, uh, Dre was a little upset about that because he wanted him to go with New York. So, you know, you never know what's happening. But the bottom line is he is a major player in the world of sports, no doubt about it. And he's trying to make his way in the world of boxing. Got a good guy, no doubt about it. Isquitz, you know, he, he, he can tick you off at times. But he knows the game. He knows the business in and out. So he's not a dummy. He knows exactly what's going on. But their, their, um, their lack of, how can I put this, of talent. And if you've got two or three fighters, you can't really have a promotional company per se. I mean, but they're trying to build it, trying to build undercards. Anyway, let's go back to the undercard. It was a success last night. As I said, about 4,000, they tell me about 4,800 to 5,000 people were counted last night unofficially at the Oracle Arena in Oakland, California. Now, hmm, I really don't know how to say this other than the fact that I don't think the guys that are pro fighters should be fighting in the Olympics. Now, last night, of course, in Rio, Brazil, or of course, what Rio de Janeiro, which I call the Turd Bull or the, the feces follies, call them what you want. Of course, there's all kinds of uh, bad issues going on there regarding hygiene or low gene, uh, of course, as far as athletes are concerned. But it was a shocking light heavyweight opening, about 178 pounds, and former WA and WBO interim middleweight title holder, Hassam Nadam Negajam, of course, now 33-2 and two as a pro, 19 KOs, was knocked out, currently ranked number six by the WBO, was knocked out and eliminated in the Olympics by 25-year-old Brazilian amateur Michael Borges with a three-round unanimous nod. Man, that's not too – I mean, think about that. You've got a pro fighter, you come in with 40 fights, almost 40 fights, 35 fights, and you lose to a guy, uh, an upstart. But why is this guy fighting in the Olympics? In other words, I'm against amateur athlete, athletics being crossed with prof- professional athletics. I mean, you're trying to tell me that, 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 that it's cool for, for me? I, I think I ended up like 13 or 13 or 14 in the, the Olympic class in 1984. So – what I'm trying to say to you is if I had made it all the way to number one, I should have fought Sugar. I should have fought Roberto Duran or Vladimir Klitschko or Muhammad Ali or, or the best fighter pound for pound in the world as a professional in the amateurs. What's happening here? I mean, I understand the Olympics is all about money. And, of course, the best thing about the Olympic Committee is that they're not FIFA. And the best thing about FIFA is they're not the Olympic Committee. Outside of that, there are not too many good things about the International Olympic Committee. I mean, fine. They've got fighters not wearing headgears. I think that's great. I really do. I really, if they, if they lightened up on the gloves a little bit, not made the gloves so big, even better. But they've lightened up on the, uh, on the, uh, on the robotic type of things with the headgear. Because when you had guys with headgears, you couldn't tell if that was your guy. I said maybe he was wearing a red here, a red headgear, or a red, or a blue headgear. And I got the guy in the blue. Well, I got the guy in the red, you know. But now you can see faces. And when you can see faces, you can tie personalities together. Maybe that's why Andre Ward didn't click coming out of the Olympics. Because even though he won a gold medal, he was fighting under that mask under that helmet, okay? But pros, back to pros wanting to fight in the Olympics, Vladimir Klitschko, 
1996 Olympic gold medals. Of course, he fought in the Olympics in, in 1996 because his brother Vitaly was disqualified for performance-enhancing drugs, a.k.a. steroids, and uh, which I call Flintstone vitamins. Of course, people don't remember that, but he was disqualified, DQ'd from the 1996 games, and then Vladimir stepped up <clears throat> and ended up winning the gold medal. Now, Vladimir was talking about going back to the Olympics. He wanted to go back to this Olympics right now and fight as a heavyweight amateur boxer. Do you think that's fair? I mean, people can get hurt. This isn't cool. I mean, in other words, I go through the process of winning four Golden Glove titles, win a couple other amateur titles along the way. In other words, <clears throat> I'm slick enough or, 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 or lucky enough to make it to the top slot in the Olympic Games to represent the United States in the Olympics, and then i got to face Vladimir Klitschko or some guy Roberto Duran. Why not throw Roberto Duran in there with me? I mean, come on. It isn't fair. I don't care whether this guy, Hassan, got knocked out or got knocked out of the Olympics or not. I don't care. It has nothing. It's not... It's, it's not the, uh, the re- end result <clears throat> is not the subject at hand here. The subject at hand is amateur athletes are amateur athletes, and they don't get paid. And people say to me, well, you know, the Cubans have had this boxing team for a long time. Felix Savant, Teofolo Belate, Teofolo Stevenson. Um, <clears throat> you know, these guys were essentially pros fighting amateurs. Okay, I get that. I get that. But still, I don't think it's cool when I turn on TV and you've got the best players in the NBA playing a bunch of guys from across the pond. I think the NBA team won like, like, by like 50 or 60 points the other day. Is that basketball? Do you really think that's, that's – is that is – that like, <clears throat> amateur athletics is based on one, one principle, competition. Is that competition when a team wins by 50 points? Just not cool, man. Not cool. Pros fighting in the Olympics, not cool. I don't care whether this guy lost or not. It's not cool. Some other uh, USA boxers, of course, uh, looking pretty good as far as this, this team for 2016 is concerned now. I've been told there aren't too many stands up, but this guy, Juan Zanon Balderas, evidently he's a bit of a standout, and they tell me he's fighting 132 pounds. I don't know much about him, but the bottom line is there's another <clears throat> couple other fighters worth taking a look at, but, you know, <clears throat> nobody's jumping out. Nobody's jumping out. There weren't any amateur tournaments leading up to this tournament, uh, this Olympic Games. In other words, that's the way they set the table back in the day. Back in the days when there were Olympics <clears throat> and fighters like Ray Leonard and Roy Jones, people like that, entering the Olympics, and Floyd Mayweather to an extent in 1996, okay? There were, there, were, there were tournaments that set up this tournament. In other words, you watch the Olympic trials or you watch the U.S. World, uh, US amateur title or the, or the world amateur title or something. There was a precursor to the Olympics. In other words, that you knew that these guys were going to fight on the these, these guys were fighting for the United States in the Olympic Games, okay? You don't have that anymore. You tune in, you have no idea who's fighting. None whatsoever. When you lose personality, when you have no individuality, they're trying to get better. As I said, no headgear. That's cool. But when you're trying to get personal, you're trying to bring the fan in on a one-on-one basis with the athlete, you can't do it. You just can't do it the way they're doing it without watering the plant. You have to water the plant in order for it to grow. Guess what? USA Amateur Boxing, I've talked about it in the past, probably one of the worst amateur boxing programs in the world. People laugh when I say that, but, you know, it's true. I mean, fraught with corruption. Uh, you know, the, Dr. Robert Voy, he got all so upset when I said this, but, you know, I mean, <clears throat> he's done some shady things in his time. He has those doctors in Vegas. They were, they were doing some shady things, with the exception of Dr. Margaret Goodman, who now runs the Voluntary Anti-Doping Association, VADA. Of course, the, they're testing for drugs and performance-enhancing drugs, things like that. But outside of her, those doc, Nevada doctors, I thought they were a bit shady. I'm not naming anybody in particular, but I, I thought they were a bit shady. I watched these guys up close for a couple of decades, and I thought that things happened. I mean, wasn't it Dr. Robert Voy that shot up uh, that shot up McKinney's hands and things like that? So, you know, I mean, there were some things that Voy did. I think Voy also was Voy the, the guy that, that gave Michael Bent the green light to go across the pond and get knocked out. So there's been all kinds of controversial moves, I think, in Las Vegas because the bottom line is at the end of the day, the show must go on. Money must prevail, and that's just the way it is. Remember Oscar De La Hoya? cut his hand like two days before the Bernard Hopkins fight. They just stitch it up. No big thing. Stitch it up. Come on. The guy's not going to be able to fight uh, if he can't close his hand at 100%. If he's got five or six stitches in between fi- two fingers. That's not going to work. But they couldn't cancel the fight or they wouldn't cancel the fight. And a lot of times they won't cancel events now because of the fact that everybody's pre-booked and it, it costs zillions of dollars to do this. So athletes go forward, not in their best shape, like, you know, Manny Pacquiao. Speaking of Manny Pack, I'm going to come back in November, I think, or and take on Jesse Vargas, the once-beaten WB 147-pound champion. But, you know, like Manny Pacquiao came into that super fight against Floyd Mayweather last year. You know that super snore, 12 rounds of uh, taking your money and running? Yeah, run back to the Philippines, $35 bucks. 
course, Mayweather making almost $100 million bucks on that. Think about that. $100 million, The guy made nine, between 90 and $100 million, and he didn't really put anything at risk. I mean, he just didn't. I mean, you know, I give him props for making the money <clears throat> and being a hustler, per se, but I don't give him props for, for, for not being a great fighter. He's not a great fighter. He's a great boxer. Andre Ward thus far is a pretty good boxer. Hasn't really defined himself as a great boxer, per se, because he just... How can I put this? Maybe he's going to have two tiers or three tiers, and maybe you know, come back and 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 show and prove me wrong that he's going to step up and take out Kovalev and go on a tear at one seventy five. But I just I I would love to see that. I just think that he needs to step up and do his thing. He is the man. Back to Andre Ward. He is the man. I mean, you know, I just never lost a fight in his life. Think about that. Never lost a fight in his life. Never lost a few rounds as a pro. Never lost a fight in his life. What does that tell you? That means he's got the abilities that that probably nobody else has ever had. I mean, who else has ever gone without losing a fight, <clears throat> both as an amateur and a pro? Thus far, through 30 fights, Andre Ward is unbeaten as a professional. November the 19th, he and Kovalov going down, of course, at the Oracle Arena on HBO pay-per-view. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. In the upcoming hour, of course, going to talk a little mixed martial arts and some pro wrestling as well. USC going down last night in Salt Lake City. You know, the mecca of MMA, the mecca of boxing. Yeah, where Pedro got a beer one time, I got in the cab, I had to go for a half hour to get a beer. Finally, I said, I don't want a beer. Take me back to the airport. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide with open phone lines live to coast to coast. 1-800-878-PLAYS. 1-800-878-7529. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707-800-949-8707. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. This is Glenn Hagee, America's Master Handyman, with a Granger Tip of the Week. Using the proper tools, supplies, techniques, and procedures will usually result in getting the job done right. And getting the job done right includes being safe. 
Safe means that you protect yourself, your co-workers, your facility, and your company. This should be a priority. Safe does not mean not being productive. It means being careful about wearing protective gear and doing the right thing. Safety is in everyone's best interest. And now a word from Granger. Safety. If you know me, you know how seriously I take it. I live, eat, and breathe safety. In fact, safety is my middle name. I went to the DMV and changed it last week. First name, Mr., middle name, Safety, last name, exclamation point. When it comes to safety, Granger's got my back. They've got over 100,000 safety products. Granger helps keep our facility safe and our people safer. Call, click slash safety, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Maybe I need a new birthday song, but the bottom line is happy birthday, Palamento Fernandez. Of course, the named after my Uncle Pal. Of course, Uncle Pal, an iconic figure in the family, know that about it. And I think of the prior generation, of all the males of the prior generation, Palamento was probably the standout. And the lucky uh, Palamento, of course, uh, Fernandez, my cousin now, 55 years old, turned 55 years old. And of course, this is a, a trivial time as far as as life is concerned. You know, we're all entering our late 50s, our early 60s, things like that. My cousin John had lunch with him on Thursday. He's like 55 years old. And then I was with Pal yesterday and his family. We had a little party over in uh, Walnut Creek, California. It's 55th birthday. But at the same time, my cousin Paul is in John Muir Hospital over there in Concrete, California, Walnut Creek, California, having had a stroke in the past week. So, man... Time is fleeting. Life is fleeting. So what I'm trying to tell you is you've got family, reach out for them. The bottom line is sometimes you say to yourself, well, they're idiots. They're turds. I don't like them or I don't get along with them. I mean, there's ants that I wouldn't walk across the street if they were on fire. I wouldn't cross the street to throw a one walk across the street to, to pee on them and put them out if they were on fire. That's what some of the ants in my family. So that's just the way it is. But sometimes you just have to bite your lip, man, and reach out because family is family. And sometimes, you know, that's all you got. Other people have got other things outside of family. Bottom line is, happy birthday, Palamento Fernandez. Uncle Little Johnny, man, Uncle Pal will be proud of you, no doubt about that. 55 years old yesterday. Good party yesterday in Walnut Creek. We're having a party right now on the radio. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We are Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Saturday for an hour, we combine both boxing and MMA. Then we go Sunday, Sunday show, an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts. Well, wait, I'm not done. I've got a big radio schedule here. Of course, I come back at 5 p.m. Pacific time on Sundays. No holds barred. Zach Attack, Young and myself, Dr. Mike Lennon. We talk a little pro wrestling, a little MMA, a little social stuff. We have fun. Two hours of no holds barred at 5 p.m. Pacific time every Sunday right here on Sports Byline. But get this. I'm not done. I got the Johnny Taco and All-Star shows. That's right. I am the Taco Man. Of course, I'm serving it up 10 p.m. Pacific time each and every Saturday night right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. All of this is available at sportsbyline.com, of course, or iheartradio.com. Straight up, this is hour number one of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned for hour number two on many of these same Sports Byline affiliates, of course, internet platforms. This is the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Till next time, peace, love, and much respect. Hey!